Welcome to the Puff Puff Give podcast. I'm Mish. Daph is here and present. It's about time. Left me once again. I'm just saying, one puff was home with the flu and stitches, and the other one was out there twerking on the beach, drinking rum. But I'm not saying no names. Daph. (laughs) You know? I was home, miserable, in the cold, in the snow. It's always cold when I leave. Yeah, like, what type of shit is that? It's always cold when I leave. Like, she come back with this new island hair and shit, and island glow, got a tan and shit. We out here just getting patchy, skin all peeling, because spring is about to be sprung, and it's cold. First of all. Okay. As much sun as I was in, I'm still a little, little pale and then chicken, okay? I just... No, you like listen. chicken that was taken out too early. You but think? it's still a little tan. I feel a little... Like, I, maybe it's just my legs. Maybe it's And I had on shorts. <laughs> oh, did on you? Shorts. You did? Look at you growing. Listen, I never wear shorts. But I had on shorts. Oh, you get on uh, get on a cruise and start showing off. Hmm. Listen, start showing cheeks out all day. You was dancing at the parties? Of course. Why yeah. not? Like, why? how do you go and not dance? How was the food? Listen, cause so, cruise food is amazing. You know, I never intentionally try to lose weight. So I tried to lose weight right? on the boat. No, 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 oh. no. Before I left, and I did. I lost weight. You know, I was hitting up the gym or whatever. You was skinny when you came to my you house. See, you see my, you see my legs. You did. My legs look a little slim mm-hmm. and with nice little slender. Okay. Girl, everything I lost and some. I got back. And then it was crazy because, not to be TMI, but y'all family, it was Mother Nature's time. Oh. It's like she knew. It's like she went, she's like, I'm going to let you have your fun, but I'm going to meet you when you get back. And it was like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> no text message, no nothing. No. She just sent out that little memo the day before. She was and at so, your door. Exactly. And I come back and I'm thinking clear seas, clear water. No, 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 no. Mother Nature said, hey, girl, how you doing? I'm back. I'm here. And I'm going to drop off this package. Like Oh, is this b- before like, or after? After. This is when I came back. So, mm-hmm. Ass got not bloated. Only, <laughs> not only did I eat horribly on this cruise. All the starches, all, mm, the, all, the, all fries. the sweets. Listen. Them late night creeps to the kitchen. Yeah, why is it two in the morning? I'm like, mm, what they got? Like, I never eat at two in the morning. Never. Let alone drink water. And I'm like, oh, what's going on down here? Hi, y'all. Mm-hmm. Hey. They like, hi. And I'm like, hey. Girl. <laughs> Give me that, please. And so... I get back and then it's just like I had the craziest cravings. Like I, I don't remember the last time I had a milkshake. Probably like two years ago. I had a milkshake with some Lay's chips. Listen. Oh yeah, you was wildin'. 
It was good, that. wasn't it? It was amazing, sweet and salty. Like, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Y'all be knowing that PMS, the sweet and salty, Jesus! Oh god! I had that, and then the next day I had a Rita's water ice, small kind, small kitty size though, because I was like, I'm, I want, I want something sweet, but I. Not on my much. ride home from work, I had two Chico sticks, girl. Chico said, sticks, exactly. Is this nineteen ninety three? Listen, girl, it's back in the day. I Where the hell you find Chico sticks? At the corner store, at the poppy store. So, really? They still sell those? I know. I'm like, why did I just dog down two Chico sticks? I'm questioning myself. It was serious. It was delicious though. Mmm. Mm, it could have been a carrot. I wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> Yo, craziness! And then I'm in a market going food shopping, and what do I see? What do I see? But don't you know how you have the small, like the the small business vendors who sell like their 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 goods in the market? Okay. So it'll be like a limited supply. Mm-hmm. You know. I see some tres leche cake. Oh my god! <laughs> I am a fiend. If y'all know, just like be like, hey, is this place in Philly? Try it out. They got tres leche cake, and I'm gonna be like, all right, cool. I'm gonna be there. I love translation cake. Is that the moist cake? It's it, it's kind of, the cake is actually kind of dry, but it's sitting in a bed of moisture of oh. like evaporated milk and sweet condensed milk and like all this moisture. It tastes amazing. So the dry cake soaks it up at the bottom, but you can still see it. It's to die for. If you get it homemade, like if somebody's grandmama is is making this cake. Some Puerto Rican Dominican grandma mm-hmm. somewhere is Make making a cake. Heaven on earth, literally. And I seen this cake, and I was in the market with my mother, and I said, "Mommy, push me." I said, "Just like you pushed me out this world, push me down this aisle." <laughs> and she took and pushed me. <laughs> God bless. Her. I looked at her, but I was like, you know, I accept and I love you. <laughs> but that's been my journey from the Bahamas back to Philly. And being in Miami has been, like, awesome. Like, the people, like, I just met so many people that were just, like, they're friends. I have their phone numbers in my freaking phone. Like, I met so many good people on, like, this this event- adventure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too small to be a trip. I don't like trips. Mm-hmm. Trips, uh-uh. But you guys can have the trips. I want an adventure. Mm-hmm. And... I've just met so many good people. Well, why are you out there taking trips? Some of us are taking trips to the hospital. I did get that phone call. <clears throat> yeah, night. you know, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I had a fever. So if I sound a little weird to you guys, it's because I still have stitches. We'll get to the stitches in flu a second. And stitches. Like Lilo First stitch. of all, I ended up getting the flu. I didn't know. Daph and I went to a party together and I'm sick as shit at the party. I can barely remember the party. Not because I was drunk, because I wasn't. Um, I think I was just fueled up with Alka-Seltzer, Tylenol, and everything else. And then I had uh, the Deanna special. And at that point, I'm like, whew, this party's a little blurry. If, PSA, real quick. I'm going to interject right here. If you guys had any of the cake and you're sick now... <laughs> Just phone in to me. First of all, I didn't cut the cake. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Girl, after the party, the next day, I can barely talk. We go food tasting for the wedding. I can barely eat. You know, so I'm just like nibbling. I'm just drinking tea at this point. I'm like, oh, y'all said it's good. All right, cool. Let me write it down. 
I think we have a pretty good menu, so don't be disappointed. But y'all niggas got to eat it anyway. But okay, whatever. Don't come hungry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then after I got back, I'm like, I'm laying in the bed. I'm like, this is it. This is God calling me home. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, this is it. I was like, because I can't talk. I could barely breathe. Every time I cough, my chest is like, oh, God. Mm-mm. So, Joe, like, all right, we're going to the hospital. Child, roll up in the hospital. They take my fever. Oh, wow, you have a fever of 101. All right, let's take you to the back. I'm like, oh, okay. So, they do a little test for strep and flu. Sis got the flu. The gag is, you don't get antibiotics for the what? flu. Girl, no. Because it's a virus, so you just got to let the shit ride on So, they out. say drink some water and stay home? Like, what? Yeah, uh, pretty much. What are these flu shots doing? I don't get this shit, and I know you don't either. I sure don't. And I'm not still not getting it, okay? Mm-mm. So, bang. Go back home. Now I'm just drinking gallons and peeing all night. It's miserable. So now I'm breaking my sleep. Chills out the wazoo, girl. I woke up the next day. I guess my fever must have broke. Mm-hmm. Sheets are soaked. Pillow soaked. A hot mess. I bet Joe was like, I'm going to just die. <laughs> Child. <laughs> Wasn't that kind of soaked. <laughs> Ugh. Disgusting. And all right. So let's speed up. Fast forward. She's relieved of the flu. Bad thing, my nephew gets the flu. I felt like shit when his mom called me and said he has the flu. And I'm like, oh, so that was my doing, huh? Poor baby. But he's all right. He's back to school. Good. And then homegirl go get a little oral surgery in the front of her mouth last week. And now I have stitches. So now I'm out here with swollen gums, swollen and discolored gums. On a soft diet. I could I can lick my lips now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to get that little dead skin off. Girl, a mess. I know. So I've been fucked up for the last two weeks since you've been going. Okay. Yes. Okay, so I'm trying to get my life and my dry lips together. Hopefully these stitches come out soon. They will. And yeah, so this soft diet sucks. I was like, if I drink, eat another applesauce. Did you even try it? Like, did you change up on the flavor? Is it just apple? No, it's mango. Okay. And it's one of my faves, but I'm like, I'm done. Okay. So, yeah. Moral of the story is, Daph's out here taking trips and leaving me behind with stitches and blues, but that's okay. Because I'm going to be all right. Don't worry. It's about to get warm. (laughs) Yo. You know, all, that's the comeback. That is the comeback. You always leave me when it gets warm. It's getting warm. Don't worry. Rubs hands like Birdman. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. do you have a joint of the week? My joint of the week, I basically talked about it, which was my adventure, my vacay, whatever. Like, just me getting the heck up out of Philly. Um, I love Philly. Hometown, born, bred, and raised. But, um, but yeah, that was my John of the week without saying it's my John, but then I'm going to say it's my John, so it's my John. Um, I did miss you, though. I did. I miss you, so too. So, I guess missing you could be my John. I 
really did miss you. I was like, all right, I ain't going to text her. I know they, I know they got fucking Wi-Fi on the boat, but I'm not going to text her like a stalker. <laughs> but okay, I'm going to just watch her Instagram. And then I'm like watching her boyfriend Instagram. I'm like, oh, so these niggas not going to post no pictures. That's what they say. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a thing. Y'all want to hear my thing? This is my thing. I feel like being on social media, okay, I may check it here or there. I may take pictures and post it up. Every now and then, but I feel like that takes me out of the moment of enjoying what I I'm get doing. it. But girl, I had shit else to do. I was like, oh, they want to be incognito. I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, well, let me just wait for another day, you know. The joke mm. was like, okay, oh, post a picture. I was like, oh, for real? Let me see. <sighs> like stalkers. We missed y'all. Right. We, we missed y'all. We missed our family. I'm glad you guys are back. You were miss as well. We're doing. But then I come back and she got new eyelashes on y'all. Well, you know, just I'm like, wait, this is this mascara? No, it's not. These Listen. things are gorgeous. Well, since they had to get cute after being bust down for two damn weeks, bust down Fluiana. Yes, <laughs> that was me. Hair looking crazy, eyes looking crazy. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get my eyelashes done. Get these little nails did. Mm-hmm. My little hair did, so I could feel like something again. So I'm back. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want you to come back and see me looking like, ooh, what happened to her? Yep. Now she's my favorite redhead. <laughs> Just living life. So, what's your John of the week? All right. When you're home with the flu um, and you don't watch TV for a few days, um, but then you end up watching it and you're just like, wow, like some really good documentaries out. You know I'm a documentary buff. Of course. I watched a few, but I watched one last night about Teddy Pendergrass. Oh, I did too. I didn't watch all of it yet. Oh, I'm a finish. But so, let me tell you, this is going to okay. be the joint. Here's the joint. The point is... Why y'all ain't tell me Teddy Pendergrass was a snack like this? Like, Teddy Pendergrass is... I mean, you know you see him on album covers. But girl, that body... Got on that red dress. Oh, wait, no, that's... (laughs) That's Johnny Gill, girl. No, that is. Oh, yeah, that is. That's strong and wrong. Well, it was sound good. Love TKO, girl. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something. They all looked like them. (laughs) If I was out here back in them days, I would have been fighting and bopping for Teddy Pendergrass. Like, I would have been like, I want to be right one of Teddy's Drive angels, high. little teddy bears. Like, I want to be, I want to be that. Um, right, well, Kelly Drive. First of all, that beard. Like, Teddy Pendergrass was beard gang before beard gang. Yes, it was nice and thick and full. Oh! And just jet black, no dye, no Ben oh. no And that voice, like that little raspy, like, girl. Teddy Pendergrass was a snack, okay? And, like, I just want to know, like, we were born in the wrong era because, girl, I would have been up at them concerts throwing, um... Panties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went through the drawers because, like, my bra is too small. <laughs> like, who child? <laughs> who child is like, this? Like, get your baby. <laughs> Who's baby? <laughs> child, but, yeah, from what I've seen thus far, okay. it was really great, but... What part did you stop at? I stopped at... Girl, gag is, I didn't even know Teddy Pendergrass was singing with Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Yeah, that's where he started. Girl, I didn't know. So, I'm just learning a whole a whole bunch of stuff. But, um, I stopped at when he went on his own. And mm-hmm. he just on the road and teddy bears and all that shit. Like, basically, he started playing to white audiences. Um, and not doing the little chitlin circuit anymore. But the documentary I did see, and I don't know if you've seen this one, about Sam Cooke on Netflix. I haven't seen that one yet. It is amazing. And any aspiring artist, rapper, anything about your talent and your art, this will teach you to read 
your contracts. Mm-hmm. And I've even learned that from Teddy Pendergrass documentary. Mm-hmm. Read your contracts. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, jargon in there that to the like a normal, like you don't know what the hell they talking about. Get some insight. Don't just sign any old thing because you just happy because you will get got quick. Sam Cooke was really, really good. His career was relatively short. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really enlightening. And um, I think if he would have had a, a longer career, he would have. I mean, I, I think Sam Cooke is a, a legend in, in, you know, but I think if he would have had a longer career he died i think he was like 31 or 32 oh, wow. that's like hella early you yeah. know so he didn't really even scratch the surface but he was re- really like well on his way mm-hmm. so i do encourage you and you guys out there too to watch the sam cook documentary and um teddy pendergrass hey boo um from the group <laughs> <laughs> what oh man did you okay so did you did you did you see his green car yet his green car. You didn't see that part yet. Okay. So I'll wait and let you... Alright, come on. Don't ruin it. It's a green car. What the hell? Oh, okay. I, I thought it was something special. Like, the shit's all. It was nice. Right? It was cute. Oh, it was a nice car. Oh, well, no. I ain't get to that the part only yet. Car- oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I ain't get to that part yet. Um, I just got to the part that he had three kids in the same year. Like, so Teddy Pendergrass was out here... Um, Fatting and bopping. He damn sure <laughs> was. Okay. So... I mean, but you can see why, though. I can, yeah. I can, I, I get it. Like, he's a throwback Thursdays, like, John. He's like, a man crush Monday, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, he's both. Like, get him twice in a week. Every Monday. Mm-hmm. Every Monday? And Thursday, yeah. Teddy Pendergrass was bae. Yeah. For sure. So, like, if it's anybody, like, like from back in the day that you, like, may have a crush on, I got a few. Mm. You had a few? Like, Start it off. Start okay. It off. All right. Teddy Pendergrass, like, because he's, like, okay. right on the top of the list right now. Uh, Big Daddy Kane. Really? Girl, yeah. Really? Girl. I don't know if I got to think about beards. And, I mean, you know, my fiance has a beard. So, I'm just kind of like, woo. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> but, it's, you know, no, Big Daddy Kane, like. I think I like that cool swagger, mm-hmm. like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane, play from uh, Kid and Kid Play. Kid and Play, Girl, yes. yeah, that's, yes. that's Bay right there, too. Yeah. He's on the list. Yeah. He's definitely. What about you? That's all, like, the three I can think the of. Three right you now. can think of? Yeah, for right now. I'm definitely going to say. Oh, and Shaka Khan is Bay too. Girl. Girl. That throw and that waist. That waistline was snatched. Ooh, yeah. Them little, them little native feathers. Let me tell you something. Child. And I ain't know Shaka Khan played the drums. I was like, oh, she is Girl. really bae for sure. Definitely. Yeah, so Shaka Khan, Big Daddy Kane, Kid. I mean, play. No, I don't want Kid. Not Kid. Play and Teddy Pendergrass. Okay. So, I'm going to have to go Tina on this one. Tina, because them damn arms. And them legs. Oh, my God. Those are the most expensive legs in the world. Mm-hmm. Insured, boo-boo. Like, Tina, definitely. Miss Tina, not Miss, not Beyonce's mom, but I'm talking about Miss Tina, Tina Turner. Okay? Tina Turner's definitely bae. Yeah, she earned that name, mm-hmm. for real. Um, She's definitely bae. Also, I'm going to have to say... I'm gonna have to say Smokey Robinson. Really? And don't don't it's not a light skin thing. He does have pretty eyes. His eyes look scary now to me. Now they do because yeah. I think a tiny, but I'm just saying. 
he he could have been a bet. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. Smokey, Smokey Robinson was, could have been on the roster. If you want to, you know, paint a, a larger spectrum here of variety, like he really could have been, you know, on yeah. the roster. Like, hey, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, on I, Tuesday night. I, mm-hmm. I never know. Okay, so him. Oh my God, Michael. But which Michael? Which Michael? I'm gonna give you two Michaels. Original Michael. I'm talking about. Black Beauty Michael. Mm-hmm. And I'm also talking about first treatment Michael. Like bad cover? Girl, Michael. yes. Yeah, Michael was still bad. He was still bad. Yeah. Like, he was definitely bad on like the thriller cover too. He was. Oh, for sure. This is true. Mm-hmm. And um, also, uh, Coca-Cola commercial bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big nose and all. I loved it. Like, <laughs> I just, like, I think. That oh, that was he, Pepsi. Oh, Pepsi. Coca-Cola, yeah. Pepsi. Well, okay, Pepsi. Yes. So, Pepsi. Pepsi Michael. Okay. And um Bad Thriller Two. But I'ma just say those two. The first two. That's my roster. For now. Yeah, for I now. I mean, of course it's more. Oh, you know who else um is Bay? Quincy Jones. What Quincy though? What age range? Like 30 Quincy. Did you watch his documentary? I did. Okay, so okay. Like yeah. 30 Quincy. 30. Quincy was Bay. Yeah, he could have been. Yeah, he he really mm-hmm. could have been on the roster. So. He would be like a Wednesday night bay though. You think so? Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's middle of the week. Yeah, because Teddy get two days. <laughs> For sure. Who would be like the Saturday night, Friday night bay? Oh, let me think. Hmm. That's the weekend fun. That's, yeah, the Friday night started the weekend, you know, because you got to get up and go to church in the morning. You do. So, you know, they, they Saturday night got to be okay, too. Oh, I got to think. Who's somebody that's like, mm-hmm. like old school? How old? Okay, we can make it a little bit more present, like our old school. Our old to. school? Oh, I got to dig. I'm here to say, I have two. Okay. So both minds, one doesn't necessarily, the order doesn't matter. D'Angelo and Maxwell. Really? Yeah. Okay, what? Like before, what? before Black Messiah, D'Angelo. <laughs> okay, good. Because he got he did gain a little weight. Oh, girl, no, no, no. I'm talking about how does it be? Okay, so that, yeah, okay, then D'Angelo. Okay, and then... I said Maxwell, but it's Maxwell and his fro. Yeah, because this little shortcut's not doing no, it. No, 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 the fro was definitely like a you lot start of sex to age a little bit. But it's yeah, the fro was was there. Mm-hmm. I would say I like Johnny Gill. Okay, yeah, Johnny Gill has like a sex appeal about him to me. It's like ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all don't judge me, okay? Shoot. And hmm, a Friday, Saturday, Eric Benet. Which one, though? Not the new After one. After Holly or before? <laughs> Maybe even door. I don't know. See, I felt like after Holly, like, they try to play him and shit. Like, mm-hmm. try to make it like he had a sex addiction. It was like, no, he's just a cheater. Like, that's just, let's just call it a thing a thing. Like, he don't have a sex addiction. He just a cheater. You just can't stop cheating. You know? And he still had hits after Holly, so I'm going to say after Holly. After Holly? Mm-hmm. That's a nice selection. Yeah, I think so. You know, before, you know, the barefoot shit, it's like, mm-hmm. like, nigga, put some shoes on. Like, what are you doing? 
you know, I, I ain't with all that getting up in here with no black ass feet. <laughs> Like, wash the toes. And get, get in between them. Don't man. just let the water run on top. Yeah, get you some Lotrimin. My God, athlete's foot. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I would say Eric Benet. Because he's, mm-hmm. like, soft and sensual. Like, the soft, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, yeah. This was fun. This was. <laughs> you guys, Monday through Sunday, bae. Because Jesus is my bae. Every day of the week. Oh, oh, um, bye. You said, I said, Jesus is bae every day. If he, he but Teddy got Monday and Thursday. Listen, but Jesus is 24 hours. This is true. <laughs> this is true. 365. 365. I can't with you. So, Daph and I were talking, and now we're going to talk to you guys about something that is very prevalent in our uh, world right now. Why did I have to get all serious? Because it ain't that deep. I don't know. Just got on like my Barbara Walter shit. <laughs> but, so. All right. So, um, I was thinking about this cancel culture. Okay. And yes, guys, you can't see it, but I am using air quotes here. I can't really recall when I first started hearing it. Like, oh, he's canceled or she's canceled or this, that, and the third. But I think I'm just tired. <laughs> I, I, if, if you want to know what like cancel culture is, basically it's like when, you know, um, I guess it seems like it's more so against celebrities um, that are canceled for things that they say or things that they do that are not in, uh, you know, I guess agreement. And some things can be very offensive. And... Others are probably just some, uh, and then, you know, it's just public opinion as well. Um, and so basically, you know, the masses are like, nah, we ain't banging with you no more. Like, you cut off, you done. Mm-hmm. So that is the short version of what cancel culture is. So I was reading, and, you know, I haven't really been on social media like that, but I was reading um, basically the comedian Jess Hilarious. Do you follow her? I do. Yes. Just hilarious. Um, I don't know if this is actually a video because um, I've been kind of falling back on social media, but she basically made us, uh, I don't want to say a joke. I would just say a statement. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she actually said it in a joking way or she was just saying it. Basically, um, are we know about the, um, the terrorist attack in New Zealand, yes. uh, uh, the shooting at the mosque. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, these guys, the, the sheiks were getting on the plane mm-hmm. that she was on. Uh, the plane had to deplane. And then I guess when everyone got back on the plane, the sheiks were not on the plane. Uh, no one really knows what happened. Don't know if it has anything to do with them. Don't really know. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, I'm paraphrasing here. Jess Hilarious just makes a statement about, you know, her being scared about the sheiks being on the plane. And now it's a lot of outrage about her comments, um, especially in light of what just occurred in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. So uh, she issues out. This was not by PR. She makes a a IG post, the IGTV, um, and she writes a statement. I thought it was pretty well written. Um about her comments and she know that they're inflammatory and um she's learning and she's trying to grow and she apologized for her insensitive comments about the muslim and sheik community so 
Now everyone's in the comments section. And, and, and granted, Jess Hilarious have been condemned before about things that she has said about the LGBT community as well. She called someone the F word and they didn't go over too well. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. No. Yeah. So everyone's like, no, she's canceled. You know, you can't say stuff like that. You know, for her being a black woman, you know, you shouldn't uh, judge another group for, um, you know, a being of one's religion. And what do you think? Should she really be canceled? And, and, and I'm using the term loosely. Very, very. Yeah. I don't know about, okay. So this whole cancel culture, um, I don't typically like be like, oh, this person's canceled, that's canceled, this product's canceled. Like, I just don't use it. Or I'm just like, I'm not a fan of this person anymore. Mm -hmm. It's more of a personal thing. But when it's, I feel like when people make it, air quotes, canceled, it's like, I'm canceling it. Everybody else should too. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a peer pressure kind of deal. Even though things that people may have said or products or persons or whoever, it could be, they could be in the wrong. So just acknowledge them as being wrong, but you're going to cancel a whole individual. Like really? Like they can't just go on with life because they're canceled. Like mm-hmm. even with like Chrisette Michelle, when she performed oh, yeah. for the inauguration, um, for, What's his name? 45 Orange, mm-hmm. Channel Orange. When she performed for that inauguration, everyone canceled her. I'll be very honest with you. I did not really listen to Chrisette Michelle's music really to begin with. I knew mm-hmm. a couple of forevers, but I was not like a fan. Right. And I don't know if that would have affected me differently if I was a fan. You know, if that was Beyonce, I'd have like, Whoa. oh girl, we got a few things to talk about <laughs> now. Save her. Yeah, like, come on, you know? So I don't know. And I don't know if it, I understood what she was trying to do. Right. It just did not it's work. Not, it didn't it work. just didn't work. Um, at all and it's unfortunate because I read an article probably like a month and a half ago about basically she was trying to do a show I think here in Philly or not like kind of on the outskirts of Philly Mm -hmm. and there wasn't that many people so I don't know if that's necessarily the cancel culture or is that bad management bad promotion is that was really playing into it and not necessarily canceled because I'm sure she still has fans. Right. So the whole Jay, um, Jess hilarious, uh, situation. I did not know that she made this statement, even though I like, I knew she made the, um, the statement apologizing Mm -hmm. for what she did and her actions and what she said, but I didn't necessarily follow like the story of what she put out before so I was kind of like searching when you sent it to me I was like kind of searching like okay so what happened Mm -hmm. I was confused as to what happened and um but so now that I'm knowledgeable about what happened I feel like her her statement and her trying you know her apology was very heartfelt yes I feel like nowadays we get something that's like almost um, a template and is like, hey, press, you know, people say, person, read this, they'll forgive you. Almost like, um, what's that scandal lady? Oh, uh, Olivia Washington. Pope. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, like Olivia Pope is just like, hey, I'm here to fix it, read this, and you'll be great. Like, we're so used to that that. Just 
her apology felt genuine. I agree. It really did. I can't speak on behalf of the people she offended, mm-hmm. stating, like, you know, whatever it is, like, what she said and stuff like that, and her comments and everything. And, but I just felt from her apology that she felt heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a warm, like, this is, I'm not going to professionals. Like, it's just me. You're getting the authentic me. Yeah. And I'm learning. And, and oh, I'm sorry, just to interject, when I said well-written, that does not mean that Jess is not knowledgeable or anything mm-hmm. like that. I, I was really gearing towards heartfelt. And okay. I really felt a sense. So that's why I just want to clear that up. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. But that's what, I, what it felt like to me, that she, she really is sorry for what she said and she didn't think it would have offended people like she said she said she was ignorant Mm -hmm. you know that she wasn't knowledgeable about what she was speaking on and a lot of times I feel that um especially because everything even on this this podcast platform and like you know if you're blogging or video blogging or you know just on social media period it's like you need to be you almost have that you don't give it a second thought that maybe I'm just speaking for my opinion Mm -hmm. maybe this is I may not know everything about the situation, but this is how I feel. And I'm stating what I feel that people don't even second guess. People don't even fact check what they're saying. And um, I feel like that may have been something like she just said what she was feeling, regardless of if it was in a joking manner or not. And um, she just she just said it. Yeah. You know, and I'm taking it with a grain of salt, but that's that's what she said. And I agree. And she's. It felt like she's heart, like she's sorry for what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I don't know. I feel a little weary about people saying, "Oh, you're a black woman. You should know how it feel. Like you should. You're a black woman. You should know how it feel to be discriminated against or to be, you know, to to have derogative things said about you and things like that." And it's like, yeah, I'm a black woman. Yeah, I should know, but I'm also human. Okay, so I, along with me being a black woman, I'm still a woman. I'm still a human being. I still have my own experiences. I still am like very, like, okay, I may not like something. But that doesn't mean like, you know, oh, well, you should know how I feel, so you shouldn't do it, so I can't do Like, no, I'm a human being. I, I have, I can feel away. And I'm not saying that what just did me been in a right, like, like, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this is what dad feels. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like we need to take that away as like an excuse of, oh, you're a black woman. You shouldn't do this. Or, oh, you're a black woman. Like, you shouldn't feel this way. Or you shouldn't say these statements because you know how it feel. Okay, trailblazer, am I? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. really, when you think about it, it's like, okay. Like, but you're also eliminating me from doing these actions. And it's like, I don't feel like that's right in itself, even though it may be doing something that's not right. Like, that's wrong. Yeah. I don't know. You guys get what I say. I mean. No, like, um, because I, I thought about it when I saw, you know, what she said. And I'm guilty as charged. I'll mm-hmm. be very honest. I have not said it on a public platform until now, but I used to work at the airport. And no lie. When I would see guys coming with turbans, mm-hmm. I would like immediately, like my senses would like, eh. that's kind of like we see a white teen or a white man with a trench coat. You already like, bruh, is it about to be Columbine in this joint? But who, who made you think like that? And, and, and that's where I'm going. Right. So I'm almost certain before 9-11, mm-hmm. this is my opinion. 
before 9-11, before all these images of the Taliban and, and you know, uh, Osama bin Laden. First of all, we were much younger. Yeah. Those thoughts didn't come into mind. And, and, and I, I, I will say, I'm guessing for the adults then, that didn't come to mind. But when the media is pushing it out, Mm-hmm. right the media is pushing out the message hey the, the pro- exactly when we're seeing anyone with a turban anyone that pre- practices islam you know you are basically blanket like making blanket statements about an entire religion mm-hmm. and not just the individual you know so yes <laughs> we are guilty as charged mm-hmm. for letting the media gear our way of thinking and cause um you know, to, just for us to make ignorant statements mm-hmm. as such. So I understood what Jess was trying to say. And that's just from my own personal experience. And I'm never going to say it's right, right ever at all. But we have to do better. Mm-hmm. We have to not let the media gear our way of thinking. Um, and that's not just with, um, you know, this alone, but even how white people, some white people think about black people and mm-hmm. how some black people think about white people. We got to call a thing a thing. You know, every white person isn't horrible and every black person isn't horrible. You know, you kind of have to treat it as a case by case scenario mm-hmm. and not make blanket statements. Right. And I think celebrities do have to do a better job and have to be cognizant that they are driving a culture. Yeah. And people are following you. People are listening to you. And when you make such statements like that, it's kind of hard to retract. Yeah, because you're on a platform. Yes. You're on a visual, national, you know, global platform where where you where you're hitting like this, this certain level where everybody can see you mm-hmm. is is di- I mean, it's not different. The same standard should be held to a person that's like local. That's like on the block. <laughs> yes. Because just because you on the block don't mean that your statement, you saying the same thing she said is mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like this whole. OK, media has always been a trusted source this is air quotes trusted source if you go to the media if you go to the it started from like the newspaper it was word of mouth but like the newspaper became something that it's like oh i want to find out information these are the facts these are with somebody saying they fact check they talk to the people they got behind the scenes and i feel like right now media is so how can i say more opinionated Mm-hmm. And it's more like you watch this station. This is what they think. Let's push this propaganda. Let's group think this. Mm-hmm. And everyone that's associated with social media, which is all of us just about, um, we go with it. We may not like it, but guess what? We'll remember it. It'll come in our heads. Like, you know, we're, we'll think about it and be like, oh, well, I read somewhere or I, I was on this, uh, you know, this platform or whatever this social media and i read this or somebody made a video and i don't i don't remember if it was a trusted source or if it was a body opinion and we talked about this yeah. and this is actually on uh, like an episode that we didn't um you know uh produce you know for the masses but we talked about this how um about group think how there are times you have an initial thought about mm-hmm. something and then you go and scroll on something you read the comment section and, and now it. your mindset has changed yep. and you have immediately 
put yourself in group thing. And then you're a part of the you're a part of the masses. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it just had me thinking about cancel culture. Like, is it just the bunk is it is it just amongst the black community? Like, do white people exercise cancel culture? And if so, is it done differently than when we do it? Mm. I've never thought about it like that because I know in the um, the New York Times article um, by Jonah Brumwich, mm-hmm. who said everyone's canceled. He mentioned um, he wrote about anyway that if it's canceled in America on Black Twitter, it's canceled on UK Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's global at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've never thought about it the way you explained it. Like, do Caucasian people cancel things? And And it may it may may look differently. It may be labeled differently, but it's still the same. Yes. And is it just black Twitter? That's like that drives the culture. That's like, oh, no, F that. Like we we canceling you. Tomato, tomato. Mm -hmm. It's still a tomato Mm -hmm. or still however you pronounce it. It's still Mm -hmm. that piece of fruit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I've never thought about that like like that. And I, I think, wonder if it is. If you guys know, definitely let us know. Um, I think it's done. I think it's done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think a lot of times, even for us, like everyone, like uh, this is a prime example um, about Robert. You know, I'm not calling him <laughs> about Robert. Everyone's like, oh, well, what, you know, what are you talking about? You know, Harvey Weinstein. It's like, well, no, there are actually Elvis. documentaries. Elvis. You know, everyone wants to draw. And, and mm-hmm. first of all, you're, you're let's just say you're perpetuating rape culture when you do that. Of course. But, okay, that's a day. That's a topic for another day. But about Robert, was anyone else focused on Elvis and Weinstein prior to this? No. Mm-hmm. It's probably quiet as kept about Elvis and obviously about Weinstein. And yes, there are documentaries about them. But I think for us, our culture, you know, he's a music, a public figure. I mean, granted, so was Elvis. Mm -hmm. So was Elvis. Um, But I think we just kind of turn our attention to what attracts us, if that makes any sense. Or is it how we uphold these individuals? Could be because black people love Robert. Of course, of course, like he's at every wedding, yeah. every funeral, every graduation, everywhere. You he's know, and multifaceted in our lives. And it's probably so many times we have watched in the movies. Anyway. Yes, he has been the soundtrack to yeah. a lot of our lives. And how many movies have we probably watched of Weinstein? Mm-hmm. But who the fuck reads the credits? Exactly. You know what I mean? No one. I mean, unless you are in the field and of you family media. Yes, yeah. you know we read credits. You mm-hmm. know that's what we do, but. How many Weinstein productions or Weinstein company have we seen and didn't pay it any mind or tapped into it until it was brought upon? I don't recall myself ever really reading about Elvis or anything like that because in my mind, he stole the shit from black folks. Mm-hmm. You know, his style of music. So at this point, I don't really tap into them. So do you think it's a subconscious cancel? Of who? Of Elvis. I don't know if he's canceled because I didn't really care in it to begin with. And I don't know if cancel really means, is it because you care? Like, is it, is it, like, is it because so you, like, it, like, it affects yeah. me. Yeah. Like it affects me. Like Robert, I totally requested no Robert at my wedding, mm-hmm. you know, but Elvis, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think if I'm not mistaken, quote me if I'm wrong, the first documentary that Jay-Z was a part of as far as, um, for I think 
I could be wrong if it was for um Khalif Router that was under the Weinstein company. But then once all that shit came out, he branded with someone else. And that's how we got the Trayvon Martin one. Okay. So Jay-Z probably could have been just unaware, just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's on a different spectrum. You know, that's film and media. But I think we cancel who's like directly attached to us. Because we're familiar. We yeah. can point it out. We know it. Yes. Like, blind, like, we can be blindfolded and still know exactly who it is, what it mm-hmm. is, you know, what it looks like, um, or who the person looks like. Mm-hmm. So, I think, I could be wrong, but I think that culturally, I could be wrong. But just from an observation of just history... And like culture, American culture, black culture, white culture. If Caucasian people wanted to cancel something, this is just my opinion. So if Caucasian people over the course of history, especially here in America, wanted to cancel something, they degraded it. Right? Mm -hmm. They take the money away. They try to shield it from having a platform as is. They try to take the foundation around it, you know, or they even try to take it and rebrand it. Mm-hmm. So is that their their um, cancel culture, if you will? Mm-hmm. Is that their process of how they cancel things? Like a new tactic list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, if you want to, the easiest thing, oh, braids are ugly. Oh, why are you wearing that hairstyle at work? Oh, you know, you shouldn't be wearing those Tims, but then they come back out with it. But is that really canceled? Is that really canceled? But who's benefiting from it? Mm -hmm. Who's making the money from it? Mm -hmm. Who's, you know, and it's almost like, yes, that's cultural appropriation. Yes. But is canceling a part of cultural appropriation? Mm -hmm. That's what I want to know. I don't know. Maybe I could be making this mysterious link. Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But or do, I'm pretty sure. I I would love for somebody to do like a study. Maybe even we can do one. Whatever. We're like that. Yes, that's <laughs> that's what we do. So that's what we do. But to just food for thought, could they could ex- exist in the same thought? Cancel culture and cultural appropriation. appropriation. In, in that case. Yes. Yes. Because think about it as the black body. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, of course, it's, I mean, I'm saying it as a racial thing here, but it doesn't necessarily have to be racial. Think of, like, people who have, you know, Native American-themed baseball and, like, you know, they have the, the image on their clothes and stuff and it's like, but you're saying I'm a bad person over here, but yet you're taking my face and plastering on your T-shirt here. Mm. Like... Cultural appropriation, yes. Are you trying to cancel me? Mm. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you're canceled in this case, but we're going to, but we're going to use Uh it for our benefit here. Yes. And I feel like, um, in social media is like, okay, we use, okay. So we can use our social media platform to cancel things, but then we turn around and say, Social media is negative. We need to stop using it all the time. We need to stop, like, no, I don't see anybody out here canceling social media. 
Hell no. Because that's how, how they live. That's how they generate income. Yeah. Exactly. But mm-hmm. who exactly you're benefiting from it. Mm-hmm. So is it because our Kelly not giving us hits? Like let's cancel him? Like, not saying that what he I'm not that's not don't take it out of context of what I'm saying. Like his actions towards others, that's criminal activity, yes. But also as a culture, we're like torn between the two sometimes of, oh, he did this, but he's given us hits all our lives. Just the same as Elvis. People love Elvis. Mm-hmm. But they don't, only recently have they said, oh, well, his wife was 14 and he was in his 20s. You know what I mean? But Elvis was on freaking uh, Las Vegas Strip. Is people dressing up as Elvis still? There's marrying the people out here. Elvis. Don't they be looking hit. for his ghost and shit? Like, Hello? don't they still be looking for? They him? got peanut butters and 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 fluffernutter sandwiches out here named after this man. Ain't nobody taking that. Mm-hmm. So, it's but is that go. is that even so, down to like Michael Jackson and this whole Never Neverland doc, which I'm not gonna watch. It feels like and, every and, and so many, I, and, all, it's like every generation is this yes. is coming up. <laughs> but it's like, is that a matter of can can you or should you separate the art mm-hmm. from the individual? The individual. Mm. I think it is very subjective. Mm-hmm. I think it uh, it apply it it depends on what's going on. Like I mean, you know, Robert lyrics were clearly. Now we, you know, when you start when you breaking it, it down, it's a context. You ain't just singing exactly. along. Then it's like, like hold up, let me think about. Yes, you know, I can't do this. this. I cannot listen to seem like you're ready anymore exactly. in my bedroom. Think of a child, absolutely <laughs> right, absolutely. Right. Um, even like with Michael Jackson and this whole Never Neverland thing, I mm-hmm. did not watch it, so I do not have the facts or any hard yeah, facts about I it. I don't know anything. And maybe I that's think. just my own way of like trying to keep Michael the way that I loved and knew him growing up. That mm-hmm. I refuse to let somebody that was already, you know, that you know, according in the court of law, that they, you know. They already said that he didn't do anything and now they're coming up and saying that he did do something. Yeah. I, I do not know. Maybe that's just my own way. And I could be ignorant. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying no one deserves to tell their story. I think it's just I want to hold on to our legend. But people feel that way mm-hmm. about both artists. Yeah. People feel that way about mm-hmm. all of the artists we mentioned, we talked about here. And I feel like, okay, so... Going back to, like, well, we never left from this whole canceled thing. Mm-hmm. Only thing I got to say is, don't cancel equal styler. Like, <laughs> that and a little bit of water and a hard brush had girl on wave central. Okay? Stupid. I had a little surfboard on my head. Like, <laughs> now I'm looking like, and then it's pressure. People, like, okay, we talked about groupthink. We talked about propaganda here. There is a pressure. I don't know about you, but sometimes I, when I go into the store and like, okay, Eco Stylers canceled. When I'm looking on the store shelves, I'm looking like, but we had a relationship, Eco. <laughs> like, you was with me from the start, Eco. Like, now they got different brands and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. they got different additives here. <laughs> like, y'all got argan oils this and coconuts true. and all this stuff. And you smell so yummy. <laughs> like, only thing I need is a little bit of water. <laughs> but you canceled though. I feel like sometimes it's this unsung, this unspoken pressure 
when you want to partake in things that 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 is only cancelless. Yes, that's I cancelless. Mm-hmm. Is it just me? No, it's not you because oh. <laughs> it sounds funny. But like even when Robin Thicke and his whole Marvin Gaye thing went down, yeah. I love the shit out of Robin Thicke. Okay, and he's oh, bae. He's another one to bring, you know, he's another <laughs> so one cute. to add to the bait list, you know. He can leave the coke at home. <laughs> but I remember, and I remember asking Joe, like, so is Robin Thicke canceled? I never forget. And he's like, well, why would he be canceled? I'm like, well, you know that whole Marvin Gaye thing, you know. And I'm like, well, I still really like him. Like, I still really like his music. But the pressure that you're talking about is mm-hmm. like, so should I be rolling with everybody else? They like, no, fuck Robin Thicke. Like, you know, he tried to steal from one of our legends. He broke up. I mean, he ain't produced the <laughs> shit. The one y'all should be mad at is Pharrell. Uh, but okay, I love Pharrell too. But all I'm that's all I'm saying. Okay. But is there unspoken pressure that's associated with canceling the 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 whole, you know, the whole world of cancel here? It's just like peer pressure. Mm. It's peer pressure, Boom. but it's just on a grander scale. Boom. And it's fast. Mm. It's fast. It's, it's right at your fingertips. You don't have to wait in the schoolyard no more for them, someone up. to pass you a cigarette. Exactly. No. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to wait to say, to get amongst a bad group of kids nope. and have them do air quotes drugs or cigarettes or, you know, whatever it is that bad kids do. And then your parents come up to you and say, oh, you shouldn't be hanging out mm-hmm. with them. They're going to lead you down a road of destruction. Like, no, the road of destruction freaking pops up on my own. Every day, every minute. And that pressure is mm-hmm. the pressure that I'm talking about here. That's, you know, I don't have to go to a party where it's underage drinking to be like, oh, I feel pressured. Like, mm-hmm. as an adult. No, I feel pressure because I got the cancel thing. Yeah, because I want to listen to Robin Thicke and y'all talking about he fucking canceled. And I was like, well, I still like that First song. of all, it's a list of people that's canceled that I'm like, what they do? Like, <laughs> yeah. Listen. Like, like okay, they canceled. Who? Yashara Shahidi. Yeah, that's like, like my little what sister. Is, what y'all do to her? What did she, she cancel? What Erica Badu do? Was that because she was like about Robert? No, I think that was prior to that. Oh, I don't well, know. Then, well, she was what saying about like being canceled by association. Mm. Listen, this is deeper. This, is, this could just... be a whole court of law right here. Yeah, canceled by association. Yes, mm. you can go to jail, get life. Like basically, because you, even you like because <laughs> even like with the whole Robert thing, people are like, oh, well, you know, Jay Z didn't come out and he didn't say anything. It's like, huh? But then you're like just propel John Legend up because he spoke something about it and he's like well it was no thought and it's like how do you compare the two mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how because he's speaking out in the words of just hilarious she's a snitch like yeah just yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. like y'all canceling her on one end but then the next video she's like something that you love mm-hmm. like I don't get it people I don't get it either and you know, this is just on a grand scale. We're talking about social media, but does cancel culture work within your your group of friends? Even your family. Does it work? Mm-hmm. Can it work? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like everybody like that was talking shit about Jess Hilarious, like I feel like the majority of them people, it's so easy to just get behind your keyboard, condemn someone, and hop off and do the same thing. And, and granted, you, you're not in the public eye. But I feel y'all are bullshitting if y'all never felt that way about 
sheiks or you know getting on a plane or Muslim mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate because it's ignorant way of thinking yeah. absolutely but I think to sit there and act like oh no mm-hmm. like it is wrong it is wrong and 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 it is wrong but on the same token where does the when when do we allow room for redemption mm. can you be redeemed yeah that and then the according question. to whom exactly like who 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 gets to make the determination? Is it the masses? Is it your production? Is it your manager? Is it, you know, your support team? Like, who makes the determination that you are redeemed? Mm-hmm. It almost makes me feel like, um, in the JW community, Jehovah Witness, like, and I can attest to it because, like, my family is JW. You almost yeah. feel like when you get, um, uh, what's the term? Uh, not, uh, Damn, I can't think of the word. But basically, they kind of shut you out for exiled? no, not exiled. Um, damn, it's gonna come to me. Almost like shunned. Pretty much shunned. shunned. Yeah, I, I forget the term that's actually used mm-hmm. in the hall. But when you're shunned for committing adultery or whatever the case may be, and basically you still have to partake in your Bible studies and attend the hall. However, the congregation is not dealing with you. So basically, they practice cancel culture. Mm. since before cancel culture became cancel culture mm. like we shutting you down you still gotta participate but ain't nobody banging with you in here and then once you have expressed uh that you are like you, you you're willing to be back in the congregation then i guess the elders you know pretty much redeem you so basically it almost seems like it's a moral compass for them like they make the determination mm-hmm. And then you're back in the clan, in the clan, and everybody just like, oh hey girl, like like, like nothing, left. like you like nothing. And it's almost like almost unspoken unspe- of again, like almost yeah. So it seems like it's like the same thing that's happening. And I don't know if it's just to that extreme, like you know, for some people, yes, cancel culture, like people have really canceled them, and like they they they've been done. Mm-hmm. Um, but who is the quote unquote moral compass to redeem, like? Who, who makes the call that this person is redeemed? Mm. And what does that look like? Exactly. And now that you say it, it's like, wow. His cancel culture been around for ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, first, like, yeah. Like, has it always been around, but it wasn't labeled? Disfellowship. That's the word. Sorry. Yeah, okay. that's disfellowship. When you get disfellowship and all. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like, wow. Like, you got to really sit and think about it, like, you think of it as in passing because mm-hmm. it's like when it comes up on your screen and you're like, oh, that person canceled. Okay, next one on the mm-hmm. list. Like, let's add some more. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Because people then, are like even trying to cancel Oprah for the Never Neverland thing. Granted, I didn't watch none of this. Mm-mm. How does she get to, like, how do you gain knowledge about something if you don't kind of go towards it? Right. And I don't know if people feel like Oprah is entertaining them because, you know, she's interviewing them, but how are you supposed to know about the KKK unless you talk to somebody from the KKK? This is true. I don't understand. Like, I feel like that's what an interviewer does. Like, they mm-hmm. go against the grain and they... They're inter- the neutral party. Yes. Like, I'm here to do a job mm-hmm. and get this, the message out or the story. That's it. This has nothing to do with my personal feeling towards Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, oh, Oprah should be canceled. And just, it's like... <sighs> 
on what grounds do you like like you talk about like I like, y'all like forget this is her job and y'all like at her heart at her core she's a journalist absolutely beyond the millions and billions of dollars mm-hmm. beyond the wigs and the cauliflower pizza like the oh yum is good kind of thing like beyond she's, the you get a car you get a mm-hmm. car she's a journalist absolutely I don't know you guys in this cancel culture, mm. we're bored. Like it's it's old. Like, it, I, it's like I, how about we do some redeeming? Yeah. How about we have a redemption culture? Hmm. How about we out here helping people? Right. How about we out here lending a hand to freaking man and like you know, actually trying to be a caring culture. Caring culture. Hmm. Hmm. No. No, 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 okay. no, it's quiet out there. I'm just saying crickets, but it's, how about we try that? I wonder what would, what would it be like? It was like, it's all right. Like, I know they, but it's not fun when there's no drama involved. Of course. Mm-hmm. But then what's, what's the real meaning of your life with, when it doesn't have drama in it? Like, do you know your life without drama? How about that? Mm. How can you be living your good life? If it's drama all up in the mix, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I think that mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a pen in that for sure. Whoop! <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was great. That was like ooh, like like playing tennis. Like phew. I throw the ball, you throw it back. You throw the ball, you throw it back. <laughs> we out here, Serena and Venus. <laughs> okay, we the sisters, right? So, um. I don't have any final. I, I just think we need to do better as society. Start practicing more redemption culture and caring culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who gets to make that determination. Who's redeemed and who, you know, who should we care about? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, how about we start with ourselves? What would you want to be redeemed of if necessary? Or just thought people should have a more caring outlet? How about we, and that's not, that's a, you know, a rhetorical question here. <laughs> Think about yourselves. Mm-hmm. The worst thing about you that you did or you thought or you said, and you like, oh, I wish I could be redeemed of that. Or, oh, I wish people just took a more caring approach to that. You know? Think of ha- homework. <laughs> that's your, that's that's your, your homework. homework. Go redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and not no false unprecedented. I'm talking unprecedented thing. Like no, I'm talking about core, core people. Yep, redemption life. <laughs> <laughs> I love y'all. So, guys, if you have any um, questions, comments, any business inquiries that you guys want to check out the puffs, then email us at puff puff give business one at gmail.com what is it again puff puff give business one at gmail.com i remembered look at me growing gold star redemption and then what follow us on instagram and facebook now not now y'all i'm gonna be very follow honest. us on instagram guys yep. okay and there you can find our links to Everywhere where we're posted, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, the Puff Puff Give Girls. Okay, we're here and we got you. I look at our Instagram every day and I still don't remember the name. That's a damn shame.
Peace. Peace. <laughs>